This episode of Madcap was brought to you by Anchor.fm. Want to start a podcast about cheese or 1920s gangsters? Don't know where to start? Anchor is a great place to get started with your own podcast ideas. They make it super easy to record, create, and rearrange your audios as you like. And once you're done perfecting your show, they'll send it to as many different listening platforms as they can. Plus, it's totally free. Check out Anchor.fm and see what they can do to boost your podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. What's up, fugitive aliens from the Area 51 raid? You're listening to everyone's favorite Friday fiasco, Mad Gab, here on your favorite listening platform. As you know, this show is diced up into three fun-to-consume segments of geeky glory for your entertainment, as well as a fun little fact that you may not have known before thrown in at the end. With that said, let's jump into it. Moon and Anti-RPGs Nintendo, everyone's favorite family-friendly game company, recently announced an RPG coming to the Switch on August 27th of this year. The game is called Moon, an anti-RPG that was released exclusively back in Japan in 1997. Now, there's a lot to unpack in that sentence, and trust me, we'll get to all of it, but let's start off with the term anti-RPG. For those of you who may not know, RPGs, which stands for role-playing games, are an essential genre to the gaming industry. Thousands of games, both board games and video games, are labeled as RPGs. Big titles such as The Witcher, the Persona series, Dragon Age, Kingdom Hearts, even Mario games are considered RPGs. But what separates them from an anti-RPG? Well, standard RPGs have a formula that they follow, not to an exact T, but they act as guidelines for a lot of games. There's a hero, monsters to battle for that hero, and you gain experience to level up when you kill those monsters in order to progress further in the game. Pretty simple format. However, this is not the case in an anti-RPG, and Moon isn't the only example of an anti-RPG that we see. In the game Moon, you are the hero of the story, that still stands true. However, Battling the strange and weird creatures you encounter on your journey may not be the answer to moving forward. Instead, the goal of the game is to save the souls of the twisted creatures and monsters you come across in the game. You'll find and interact with a slew of bizarre and odd NPCs, or non-playable characters, as you progress through the game. Any of this ringing a bell to you nerds out there? Well, it should. Toby Fox's stellar cult classic Undertale follows the same formula for some of its game, if players choose not to fight the monsters of the underground. Moon heavily inspired Toby Fox and the Shenmue series, believe it or not. While there are not many anti-RPGs out there today, it will be interesting to see how this title from 1997 affects players today. Once again, Moon comes out on Nintendo Switch as of August 27th of this year. I have said RPG exactly 16 times in this segment, yes, including just now. Moon looks like it's going to be a very interesting game to play. It looks very fascinating. It's one of those super weird, super bizarre things. It is made by, uh, I think it's called Onion Games. Uh, But they uh, have a couple other titles in their resume. And it is very fascinating. This game was also not released anywhere else. It was exclusively released in Japan in 1997 and hasn't even been translated until now. So... It'll be interesting to see where that game leads us in future, you know, gaming fun and madness. So I'm really looking forward to the release of this game, and it's definitely on my radar for my next Switch purchase. 
authors worth binge reading. Many of you may be finding yourselves with a lot of extra time on your hands these days. Or you essential workers may be finding yourselves in the slow moments of your job and need something to take your mind off the toll of all the crap going on around you. Well, webcomics are a good way to kill that time and ease your brain off of the hard subjects of life. Today I will share with you some of the great comics that I tend to read and binge read online during my good and bad days. One of my favorite comic artists, and one that I've been following since the early age of 2014, Christ, I'm getting old, is Katie Tydrich, also known as Awkward Zombie. If you like short, funny, one-off comics about games, their unexplainable mechanics and glitches, or hourly comic day stuff, Awkward Zombie is definitely the place for you. Her sense of humor is excellent, and she covers games from Metal Gear Solid to Animal Crossing, and even throws in some funny quips about her own life. She's genuinely really funny, and she updates her website every Monday. You can find her work on AwkwardZombie.com. Another fun comic artist that I follow and read is Blobby and Friends. Blobby and Friends is about a cute little blobfish and his human companions dealing with everyday life and some of the less fun things about the current day events. While it usually tends to be lighthearted in content, Blobby and Friends does cover some of the more talked about topics such as gay and lesbian relationships, gay pride, and the Black Lives Matter movements. The cast of these comics is also diverse, showing us a cute interracial lesbian couple and a punk kid who has a heart of gold and fumbles in front of his own crush. You can read Blobby and Friends on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr under the same name. Last but certainly not least, and this is for you offbeat humor fans, is the Lemon Sandwich comics. On the cruder side of the spectrum, the Lemon Sandwich creates comics that are naughty, filthy, rude as hell, and downright just have the darkest humor you can think of sometimes. However, I think one of the funniest things about the Lemon Sandwich comics, and it is definitely a constant, is the fact that every single character looks like an undercooked potato. You can find the Lemon Sandwich on Instagram or their website, thelemonsandwich.com. I highly recommend, if you're having bad brain days, these are definitely wonderful webcomics that you can go and read. A lot of them are one-offs, especially about blobbing friends and awkward zombie. Uh, and you, all, all three of them actually are just very one-off series. The, uh, there's continuity in, like, Blobby and Friends because it's the same cast of characters with occasional new ones being thrown in there every once in a while. But again, uh, I highly recommend any of these uh, to go and check out. They're definitely very lighthearted or, you know, like I said, the lemon sandwich is definitely for people who have a darker sense of humor, but they'll definitely get your mind off of whatever is going on for your day. It is definitely a good way to kind of kill some time that you have on hand or get your brain off of bad things that are going on today. Your new favorite generator for D&D. As an incredibly novice DM for Dungeons & Dragons, I sometimes find myself reaching for more creative tools and potions and places for my players to visit and explore. Sometimes I just run out of that creative juice in my brain and it leaves me thinking a little too hard about what kind of random encounters I should put in our campaigns, or if the lore of certain things makes sense. Well, when I end up like that, I turn my sources to D&D Speak. This isn't an ad by the by, I really just wanted to share this really cool website with all of you newbie and experienced Dungeon Masters because some of you might have not heard about it before, and it's definitely worth checking out. dndspeak.com is the official D100 website. It's got tons of generators and lists for all of your campaign needs. It's even got a music list for your gaming sessions to make it a little more exciting, especially if you're getting into a battle or trying to set the scene. They've got all sorts of ideas from random encounters and tavern names to more specific meals made from monster parts or insults for lawful good characters using vicious mockery. Yeah, they've got a lot of weird lists there. Plus, 
they have a couple of generators too that can come in handy in a pinch. The ones they have on the site are for diseases, potions, and random taverns that your players might stop in along their journey. I personally like the website not just for a place for DMing ideas, but also for my own characters and other campaigns. All of the different ideas they have are available open up a world of possibilities for your own adventures. It's a great place to get inspiration and maybe get you thinking about something that you haven't before. DndSpeak.com is definitely a super cool place to be checking out, especially if you're just getting into Dungeons and Dragons. It kind of gives you a good feel for all the weird stuff that you will definitely be encountering in your campaigns. Or if you're looking to get into uh, being a dungeon master, a DM, uh, it is definitely a place to look for resources, look for music, look for all sorts of weird things that you can liven up your campaign with. So I definitely recommend checking out this super cool website if you have the chance. Uh, Especially with these days, you know, we have a lot more time. A lot of us are probably playing a lot more Dungeons and Dragons. Socially distanced, of course, I hope. But yeah, definitely check out dndspeak.com, guys. It's a great tool to be using for your dungeoneering experiences. Fact of the day! We're going to wrap things up here as we're getting to the end of the show, but did you know that a cat is a conductor of a train station in Japan? Tom the Cat, who passed away not too long ago, was a beautiful little calico cat that was dubbed Station Master of Kishi's train station back in 2013. Tama brought the dying train station back from financial ruin, as tourists would just come to see her in her cute little station hat and collar in the converted ticket booth. This is a little bit of info that was brought to you by NPR, believe it or not. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today, but before I go, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite RPG to play, or anti-RPG, if you like? You can leave me some answers on the Mad Gab Facebook page, or give us an email at madgabpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in, and stay tuned next week for some more nerdy nonsense. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.